Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And folks, as promised, do we have a really real deal guest for you today? I've been telling you about this, brother. And uh, man, what a what a powerful, powerful uh, speaker, writer, I mean. And he's really, we have just become such good friends over the years. As a matter of fact, uh, Brother Carl, I call him Brother Carl. He's actually Pastor Carl Gallops of uh, Hickory Hammock. Baptist Church down in Florida, and uh, I'll tell you, way back when uh, the very, very lovely Mrs. Hatchet uh, first told me she had booked some guy who wrote a book called The Magic Man in the Sky, and I was like, well, the what? <laughs> and anyway, uh, she ordered the book anyway. I read the book, and it it was really, really good, so we did the interview, and since then, uh, Brother Carl has written Final Warning, the Rabbi Who Found Messiah, which I found fascinating, okay? Uh, Be Thou Prepared. We were just talking about being prepared. Uh, and uh, I predict, and when the lion roars, and uh, my very, very good friend, Brother Carl, how you doing? Brother Craig, I am doing amazing. I'm so blessed, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. I, I fear that anything I say from this point forward is going to be a letdown to your audience now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But look, I, we were talking. I opened up with a little bit about Jubilee and, uh, you know, what happened there from 1917 to, to 67 to today. And But I told him, I said, look, I am not an Ahmed. I am a layman. I am not an expert on these matters, but I'm bringing you the experts. So I know I knew that when I decided, uh, uh, Mrs. Hatchett and I, when we were deciding to do this program, we said, well, we got to get Brother Carl. <laughs> she <laughs> well, sends her regards, you. by the way. Thank you so much. We'll give her my regards as well. And, uh, and again, it's just an honor to be on the show with you today, Brother Craig. God bless you, man. You're a dear friend. Yeah, and you are too, brother. And I really appreciate it, and I know you have – your schedule is so busy, and uh, we just appreciate the time. And this is, I think, the eighth visit you've had with us. You keep it neck and neck with David Horowitz. We just had his eighth visit about two months ago. Yeah, and, I like uh, David. I've had him on my show as well. He's a great guy. He is. He is. And uh, but now, um, let's 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 jump into Israeli independence, jubilee, all of that, and 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 connect the dots to it, and. I'm going to let you just run with it, brother. Okay, yeah, well, we'll do that. Let me let me just start, and then, of course, you interject and ask questions because I may not go exactly where you were wanting me to, but the bottom line is this. No, we listen, first of all, let me say this, and this is the subject of my latest book, When the Lion Roars, and that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not here to advertise a book. No, but, but advertise it. Look, folks, as a matter of fact, y'all, you need to not only buy that one, you certainly need Be Thou Prepared, and uh, and if you're really into some uh, reading, uh, the rabbi who found Messiah, we're gonna sell plenty of books for you today, brother. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate. It. Well, listen. Let me go ahead and just tell your folks then. They can go to your website. I'm sure carlgallops.com is my website. They can find out everything about me, all my books, the thousands of videos, the church I pastor, 
the radio programs that I do, television appearances I've been on, they can watch those, et cetera, et cetera, carlgallops.com, okay? Yes. And, yeah, of course, you can find my books on Amazon. Just put my name in and go to my website. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's easy. Okay, okay. But anyway, the subject of my latest book, When the Lion Roars, is proving from the scriptures and from science and from technology and from historical sites and mainstream media that we are living in the most prophetic time since the first coming of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We are. And everybody that reads the book says, oh my gosh, I've never looked at it like this before, and this dude is right. We are living in very prophetic times. Now, I don't set dates. I'm not a sensationalist. I used Mm -hmm. to be a cop and an investigator, and now I've been a pastor for years. So, you know, I'm a solid dude in that way. But Mm -hmm. anyway, connected to Israel. So having said that, let me just say what I think you want me to say or what you want me to talk about, and that is we are now moving into a time in Israel's history that could prove to be extremely prophetic. And here's why. Because we know from the Word of God that for 2,600 years before Israel was born in 1948, 2,600 years in the Word of God, There had been no Israel, yet the Bible said that in the last days, Israel would return to the land. Mm -hmm. And Ezekiel 37 makes that very clear, and there are other passages as well. But what I love about Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39, watch this. Ezekiel 37, this is the synopsis of those three chapters. Ezekiel 37 says that God will bring Israel back in the last days in the land. All right? I mean, a a clear declaration. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 38 says that when that returned Israel is there, and after a time, after a period when they're strong and and secure, and Israel is strong and secure, you know, as as secure as any nation can be, but they're strong. They're they're the nuclear superpower of the Middle East, and they are... Uh, with their alignments, they are a, a nuclear power to be contended with in the world. Yeah. So there they are. And defeated and, uh, an, an, an array of armies, plural. Every one of them. Okay. Every one in of them. In six days. Yep. They've six never days. lost a war. <laughs> yep. Yep. So so you've got Ezekiel 37 saying, last days Israel will, will return. Well, we're the first generation in 2,600 years to see that happen, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people, it's not even been there quite 70 years. There are many people, 70 years old and older, still alive all over the planet that mm-hmm. were here when it was born. See, it's just been in our historical generation. Mm-hmm. So there it is. Then Ezekiel 38 says, and when it comes back, and after a while, when it's strong in the land, something monumental is going to happen in the Middle East. And we know it because it gives the tribal names, and, it, and they correspond with modern nations. Mm-hmm. There will be an alignment of nations that will come together to eventually attack Israel. The main two, Magog and Persia, mm-hmm. for, for decades and decades and decades, most Bible scholars believe Magog references Russia. Russia. Okay, mm-hmm. But now we understand that we're dealing with tribal names. It could also include Turkey. It could also include some of the Stan nations, um, yeah, Afghanistan, et cetera, et cetera mm-hmm. because Kazakhstan, because Ezekiel 39 speaks of the attack coming from the north. 
Mm-hmm. Well, due north of Israel is Turkey. Turkey. And, and yeah. then you go th- straight through Turkey and you run into the edge of Russia mm-hmm. and into the Stan nations. And those folks are all related. I mean, deeply related tribally. In fact, they all claim. In fact, Turkey's population, a lot of people think those are a bunch of Arabs. They're not. They're not. They're yeah. the Turkic people. And then came- uh, Turk try his best to turn Turkey away from all that mess in Erdogan. Is yes. taking them back into the direction. It's almost as though you have a prophecy and you have one guy to say, oh, we don't want this to happen. Another guy comes along. Yes, we do. Okay. Yes, and that's exactly where I was headed. You're exactly right, Brother Craig. See, great yes. minds think alike. We're brothers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, we are. So, so watch this. You've got Ezekiel 37 saying that Israel will come back. You got Ezekiel thirty-eight saying, and then Persia, Persia, and Magog will align and drag mm-hmm. other nations to war with them. And I've got a tidbit for you and your audience that's going to blow you away in a minute on that. It, but the thing is, Persia is Iran because until yes. 1930s, it was called Persia on every map everywhere. It mm-hmm. was called Persia, but they changed it to Iran in 1935 or 38, I think. So, but now you've got Iran and. Persia, Iran, and excuse me, and Magog, Russia, in alignment with each other, and then the other nations are coming along with them, and I'll get into that in a minute with some astounding stuff. Mm-hmm. Then Ezekiel thirty-nine, God says three times in Ezekiel thirty-nine, He says, and so when I do this, when I bring Israel to the land, when the nations come against them, when they finally attack Israel, He says, I am doing this so that the nations of the world will know that I am God, and beside me there is no other. So I'm telling you, brother, mm. we're living in a time when God is screaming. He is posting his signs with flashing red lights and sirens around them. Israel is back. The nations are aligning. The Middle East is imploding. The world is on fire. Um, uh, uh, world leaders, not not crazy preachers and backroom conspiracy theorists, but world mm-hmm. leaders are saying we are in the edges of World War III. All it takes is one more match to be lit, and North yeah. Korea may be the thing that does it. And, and then and brother, God says... And, and Brother Carl, these people, they say these things, that they want to do these things, and, and people have, uh, and it galls me every time I hear someone, I know Obama's no longer president, but, you know, he did give uh, billions and billions of dollars, in cash, by the way, to Iran, and inked a deal that says in 10 years they can have nuclear uh, weaponry. And, and this, is, this is known, and they, and they say uh, Obama's the smartest president ever, but yet and still the, uh, the, the, the Christian conservative, uh, so-called, anyway, Republicans, they keep saying Obama is not smart. Okay, so well, what's going on here? Well, brother, you keep getting ahead of me. You're right. You're absolutely right. Listen, and that's the connection I'm, I'm getting ready to make here. Oh, okay. So, so you got Ezekiel 37, Israel's back on the land. Ezekiel 38, an alignment of nations. Ezekiel 39, God says, when I do this, you'll know that you're in the last days and that I'm the one doing it, and the whole world will have to acknowledge that I'm God. All right, now, let's tie together what you said and some other things I was going to tie together mm-hmm. to show the times we're living in. We are the first generation in the history of the planet to see Israel come back to the land after 2,600 years. We're the first generation in the history of the planet to see the Middle East implode into Arab Spring, the rise of ISIS, 
Syria collapses into an irrecoverable civil war, and that word irrecoverable, irreconcilable, those are words of politicians all over the world. That's not my word. Irrecoverable civil war, which brings Russia to the Middle East in Syria with its military troops, making military strikes, bombing missions in the Middle East, in Syria, which brings China to Djibouti on the northeastern coast of Africa. Your folks can look it up. Djibouti is also known by historians and scholars as the ancient land of Put, P-U-T. Ezekiel 38 says, in the last days, Put will join with Magog and Persia to come against Israel in the Middle East. China has their first military base off of Chinese soil in Put, where they are supplying troops to Russia in Syria by the thousands. Now we have China and Russia and Iran in accord with each other in Syria that's falling apart. Isaiah 17 says in the last days that Damascus will eventually be in a pile of rubble, and it's almost there now, brother. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Turkey, as you just said, under Erdogan, collapsing into an Ottoman Empire, a resurrected Ottoman Empire. Revelation chapter 2 says that Pergamum is the seat of Satan's throne on earth. It says it twice. Pergamum is in Turkey. The entire book of Revelation was written to the seven churches of Asia Minor. Every one of them are in modern-day Turkey. The entire book of Revelation centers on Turkey and the churches in Turkey where Satan has his throne. We're watching Turkey collapse into an Islamic caliphate. Syria is already gone. Russia's there with troops. China's there with troops. They have joined with Iran. Now watch this. And then put uh, uh, Djibouti is where China is. So it all lines up perfectly with a 2,600-year-old prophecy, but watch this. Now we've got North Korea, and people are saying, well, they're just rattling their sabers. They can't do anything. We could crush them like ants. All their missiles fall apart, we, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I get that, but you've got to understand the biblical connections. Saying, preacher, are you saying North Korea is in the Bible? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying listen to these biblical connections. Yesterday it was announced the Pentagon is saying that it has discovered that North Korea, its nuclear technology is coming from Iran. Hmm. Iran got its nuclear technology from Magog, Russia, and billions of dollars that Barack Obama has given them. Hmm. So Barack Obama is involved in this. No, maybe not directly. Maybe he didn't know that North Korea, but, 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 but evil powers are using mm -hmm. other thrones and powers and principalities around the world. This is all connected. Now watch. North Korea is connected to Iran. Iran's connected to Russia. Russia's connected to China. And China is deeply connected to North Korea because in the Korean War, China supplied North Korea with manpower, troops, money, and military equipment. To this day, they have yes. emissaries back and forth to each other's capitals. They have embassies in each other's capitals. They are tied at the hip. Mm -hmm. And just only in the last couple of years has China started to back away a little bit from North Korea. But the other day, when Trump started talking about possibility of bombing North Korea, even using nukes on North Korea, the Chinese president weighed in even after 
Trump and claims that he is friends with him. China's president weighed in and rebuked Trump mm. worldwide. Yeah. So, brother, I'm telling you, this is the stuff world wars are made of. China is connected to North Korea. Russia and Iran are now connected to North Korea and to each other. China is connected to Russia. They're all in the Middle East. The Middle East is imploding. Turkey is imploding. ISIS is rising. International borders are collapsing in Europe and have been in America for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Brother, we're living in very prophetic times, and on the yes. heels of all of this, Israel is moving toward its 70th anniversary, not this year, but next year. Mm -hmm. But we are now in a jubilee year, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing thing. So so that's how it all ties together, brother. I mean, I'm not setting a date. I'm not saying what's going to happen this year because of Israel's birthday. But 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 there's a lot in the scriptures people have looked at that has tied Israel being in the land about 70 years to something monumental happening. Yeah. Now, do you see a connection? Uh, I certainly see it with the uh, election here where you had a very uh, aggressive, pro-American, pro-Christian President Trump over the objections of all the establishmentarians and um, all of the uh, pundits. Uh, He won here. Then you had Brexit again against all of the pundits, the punditocracy. They all said it could not happen, it would not happen. All right. Now you see in France, exact same thing. Uh, You have uh, Macron, uh, a little 30 something year old metrosexual uh, against an onion toting woman uh, who 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 wants France for the French. All right. You see a connection there where people may not be able to break it down the way a scholar like yourself can break it down. But do you sense that the planet is feeling this. Listen, I've got a book coming out this fall that talks about all of that and so much more and goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden to make the connection. Let me make the connection very simple. The Bible is clear. There will come a generation. Will it be ours? I don't know. I don't set dates. Will it be the next generation? I don't know. But it's coming soon. Why do I know it's soon? Because Israel's back in the land. Ezekiel 38 nations are aligning themselves. Ezekiel 39, God says, when you see this, you'll know that it's the end and that I'm doing this. So it's going to be soon. But the Bible says there will come a generation that will see the globalist powers win out. There will be a man called the Antichrist who will be ruling the world for a while, seven years or so. He will require everybody to take a mark. By the way, the U.N. already has that agenda set for 2030. They've already said in writing they're going to mark every human being on the planet for for the purposes of peace and security. That's in my book, When the Lion Roars. I have all their documents. You can read it yourself. There will come a generation where globalism wins. What we're watching right now with the Trump effect, with the Brexit effect, With the Frexit effect, what we're watching is globalism versus national sovereignty. National sovereignty is a biblical idea. idea. It came from the throne of God. God talks about nations and borders and limits Mm -hmm. and immigration and how to treat foreigners in our midst, etc., etc. Nationalism, governments, judges, rule of law, God's idea, Mm -hmm. national sovereignty. Globalism goes back to the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. God destroyed it, said that's evil. And because now it points to what's happening now. Yes, the Trump election was a spiritual battle. People who were spiritually attuned all over the planet were saying, oh my gosh, 
Never have we seen an election that's been so spiritual. It was between national sovereignty and globalism. Hillary Clinton represented unashamedly globalism. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump represented, at least with his mouth, we'll see what he does, (laughs) unashamedly unashamedly national sovereignty. And it came down to the last wire. Everybody thought Hillary was going to win. All the pundits, all the media, she, the everybody, even the Republicans thought she was going to win. Not and this Republican. La- <laughs> well, I know, but I'm saying, generally speaking, yes. But at the last moment, brother, Trump started pulling ahead. It was like a miraculous turnaround. Christians mm. all over the nation were praying, pleading, begging with God, "Give us some breathing room." We yeah. don't think Trump is our savior. But good gosh, if Hillary goes in, we're done. We need some breathing room. So then, now watch this, Brother Craig. So Trump is in, and for the first time in my lifetime, probably in history, because we didn't have the Internet until just a couple decades ago, Mm -hmm. but for the first time in my lifetime, we've got witches all over the world uniting to pray against Trump. We've got Satanists and Satan temples doing rituals, and it's all over the Internet, and they're connecting with each other. And here's what I say. Witches and Satanists are are praying against and incantations against Trump? Oh, my gosh. I I mean, I, I don't give any credence to witches and Satanists except for the fact that the demonic do. And the demonic are howling. They know that somehow God is up to something in Donald Trump. I'm not saying Donald Trump's the Savior. I'm saying God could use Donald Trump to start World War III. He could use Donald Trump to bring about the very last days. I don't know what God's doing, but I know we got a little breathing room, and the demons are howling, brother. And on the heels of all of this, Israel has moved into a jubilee year Mm. and right up against its 70th anniversary. Yeah, brother, I'm, and that seventy is a biblical number, big time, mm. brother. We we're just living in very prophetic days, and it's time for God's people to wake up to the days we're living in, brother. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's why your book, "Be Thou Prepared." How how long ago was that? Two years ago? Uh, yeah, a year and a half ago. I yeah. think two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe two years. I I don't remember. It hadn't been long. No, it but hadn't it just, been long. Yeah, it just speaks, it goes all the way back to the early church and shows how even the early church, they took care of each other, they prepared, they had earthquakes, they had famines, Mm -hmm. they had persecution, tens of thousands of them would be thrown to the lions and crucified and get their heads cut off under the Roman Empire, Mm -hmm. even the early church, and all the way through the scriptures. And this is coming back now, I mean, literally they're crucifying children in the Middle East. I know, know, I know, brother. This is the thing that gets me. Uh, how can these people? Oh, I'm getting the one minute sign here. I need. To, well, look, we're going to give you this last minute, brother. Go ahead. And, I'm sorry. Well, let up. me just say. Let me say to your people. Let me say to your listeners and folks. Thank you for listening today. God bless you. But let me just say, look. This is our time. Don't wring your hands. If you're a person of faith, if you're not a person of faith, give your life to Jesus Christ. If you are, understand this is the day that we've been raised up. This is our time. Be the salt. Be the light. You are ambassadors for Jesus Christ. Get out there. Enjoy life. Plan for the future. We don't set dates, but understand the times in which we're living and know that God is depending upon you to advance the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Amen. I couldn't have said it any better, brother. Thank you so much. And um, you just keep doing the Lord's work, brother. 
Thank you, Brother Craig. You and all of your staff and friends and family, give them all my regards and my love. And, man, I can't wait till the next time we're together. i got to have you back on my show, man. I thoroughly enjoyed that, too. All right. I'm looking forward. God bless you, brother. Thank you again. Yes, sir, brother. Thank you, Craig. All right. Bye now. Well, all right, folks. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. 